Hi, I'm Jessica Brace, author of 101 YouTube Ideas for Your Business, and you're listening today to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 128. And there's no stopping us right now. I feel so close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Whether you need help with online media, social media, video, or mobile marketing, Act Local will guide you into the 21st century with easy tips, tricks, and techniques that get your local business seen and heard. Each week, Kaylin features a new tip you can use today, as well as a range of guest experts who are passionate about helping local business owners thrive. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome to Act Local Marketing for Small Business, episode 128. I'm the boomer gal, Kaylin Amadio. Every week here at Act Local Marketing, I share a strategy with you called Today's Takeaway, where you get at least one action item that you can walk away with now to implement and grow your business. I also invite a special guest expert to help you with some aspect of growth for your business. And today's guest has a very intriguing alternative to the traditional sales funnel. So don't miss this. Do you have a marketing plan for your business? I'm not talking about ideas in your head or notes jotted down here and there, but an actual plan in writing that you're steadily implementing. If you said yes, then kudos. I am so proud of you. Those are you who are sheepishly, I can, I can barely say that, sheepishly shaking your head no to me. You know full well I'm about to open a can of whoop-ass right now. Fail to plan, plan to fail. Luck is not the most important aspect to success. People are lucky because they're prepared to capitalize on opportunities. It is really that simple. Let's get to today's takeaway. I did promise you, as I do every week, an action item that you can take with you right now. Put it in your pocket. Use it. It's going to help you grow your business. Here it is. I challenge you to do this takeaway by the way. I don't think I've ever done that before. I double dog dare you to do this takeaway. Schedule time on your calendar about two hours, no more. And do not change it for anything except a life and death emergency. If you do, I will personally come and smack your patties. Okay. Now in this two hour time block, I want you to identify a product or service in your business that you would like to see grow. That product or service will be the subject for this exercise. And to make it easy on myself, I'm just going to refer to your service as a product too, all right? I'm just going to call them all products, which they are in a sense. So first, identify who the ideal target market is for this product. Who are they? How old are they? Where do they live? What did they do for work, for play? You know, 
create for yourself a real person that wants or needs this product. Really get to the point where you know who this individual is. You would be able to pick them out of a lineup. Second, determine where you're most likely to find them. Do they attend certain types of live events? Are they online? If so, where do they congregate online? Is there a certain social media website or a news or magazine website where they tend to hang out? Now look at the three most likely places, online or offline, that you would run into this person and scrutinize what appeals to them. So at a live event, is it personal interaction or freebie giveaways or private one-on-one mentoring? What sorts of things are they looking for? What is appealing to them? Online, are they debating topics with other people? Are they just there absorbing information, trying to improve their world? Look, f- Are they looking for uh, meaningful interactions within a, a community of like-minded individuals. What what floats their boat? What Why are they there at e- either online or offline? Why are they spending time there? Okay, we know who they are and where they are. Now I want you to not reinvent the wheel. Look at your product and write down why it's different, how it can solve their problems, and most importantly, why you have chosen to share this product with them. Your big why is the key here. Why are you doing this? Why do you do what you do? Why do you provide this product or service in order to make their life better? You are now ready to write a marketing plan for this one product or service. You know who it's for, why you do it, and where the folks that will benefit the most from it are congregating. You can let your imagination create content and promotions and opportunities to share this product with the people who need you most. Do this for every product or service your business sells, and you'll be much better able to create marketing messages that resonate and draw ideal clients to you like flies to honey rather than you chasing them down. Drop me a line to ask at Act Local Marketing, and I will help you develop your marketing plan. And that is today's takeaway. Please connect with me. Go find me on Facebook or Twitter or Google Plus or any of those other popular social media platforms. Follow me so that I can meet you and get to know you better. And please do me a favor, if you will. Tell your social media followers about Act Local Marketing. You can always subscribe to the podcast if you like and leave me a review in iTunes. Those reviews will help me get noticed in that uh, Apple iTunes world so that I can get in front of more busy boomer business owners just like you. And together we can work to expand the economy by growing our businesses. Wouldn't it be fabulous if every single one of us, all the small businesses in this country, could add one more employee this quarter? Think what that would do for the economy. It's time for a short break. And when we get back, my guest Jason Swink is here. And he's flying to the front of the room. You'll see what I mean. Stay tuned. 
Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Hey, Ag Local fans, this is Kaylin Amadio, and I have an exciting announcement. Today, October 7th, 2014, I'm launching a new podcast to celebrate the realization of a dream. You've heard me speak often on Act Local about the book I've been writing. Well, that book is becoming a reality. I have a contract to publish The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media. Soon, baby boomers everywhere will have all my strategies and guidelines in one swell book that'll help them build a map to social media success. To help promote The Boomer's Ultimate Guide to Social Media and subsequent books in this series, I've put together The Boomer's Ultimate Guide podcast, where boomers like me and like you can come together to learn, share, and grow a thriving business and a vibrant life. This podcast is 30 minutes in length and comes in both audio and video formats. I interview guest experts on business, finance, health, wellness, longevity, food, sex, dating, and more. You don't want to miss this next chapter in my life because I'm going to help you live yours more fully. Check out Boomer's Ultimate Guide Podcast. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before, or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Welcome back. This is Kaylin Amadio, and you are listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business. And as promised, I want to introduce you to today's special guest, Jason Swank. He is a defender of truth, justice, and effective business practices. Jason has special business and marketing powers, and his mission is to save the galaxy one business at a time. 16 years ago, Jason heard cries of distress coming from beleaguered businesses, and he decided to take action. He founded a successful digital agency, and over the span of 12 years as CEO, he championed digital advertising for clients such as Aflac, Lotus Cars, Hitachi, AT&T, Coke, and LegalZoom. A friend and protector to all, Jason sold his agency in 2011 for seven figures and used his powers to author a book and develop a smartphone nutrition app. Today, he continues to use those powers for good by creating proprietary business tools, client coaching, blog writing, and podcasting. He wards off evildoers and helps business owners achieve their goals. Now, operating out of his office of solitude in Atlanta, Georgia, Jason makes the most of his in-the-trenches experience and today's cutting-edge business strategies to help innocent businesses defend themselves against villainous competition. I love the way that bio is written. Jason, welcome to Act Local Marketing. 
Uh, thanks for having me on. I mean, if you can write your own bio, why not make it good? Exactly. And I, I always love the concept of, of having superpowers. That, that's a, a fun thing to uh, ask clients to sort of think through so that they can really distill down, you know, what what their best um, properties are, you know, as, right. as an individual so that they can do what it is they do, do that voodoo that they do so well, right? <laughs> so. right. The first question I always ask a guest when I've never met them before is to, in a nutshell, which I know is hard to do, um, share their entrepreneurial journey with the audience. I, I love sort of collecting them. So how was it you came to be doing what you're doing? Yeah, so uh, I originally went to school for marketing and then quickly when I guess the internet boom was just taking off, I quickly switched to computers and got a job with at the time, Arthur Anderson <laughs> as a, a computer programmer and mm -hmm. really hated it and worked for them for about <laughs> six months. And I said, you know, I'm just going to, I'm going to try this web thing. And people started asking me to design websites. And so I jumped into it, not knowing anything. I didn't even know what an invoice was. You know, I didn't, I went through the yellow pages to get clients, but, you know, I just took massive action. I, I knew what sort of, of what I wanted to do. And then the company just kept getting bigger and bigger as I got smarter and I kept learning from my mistakes and my failures and, and started surrounding myself with the right people. And 12 years later, I was lucky enough to um, sell the agency and, and someone wanted to, to buy my business. And so I sold it and stayed with them for a little bit until we positioned it to sell again. Mm -hmm. And then I was trying to figure out, well, all, all of my working career, I did this and that's the only thing I knew. So I was kind of a little kind of flopping around trying to figure out what I wanted to do. So I was like, well, the grass must be greener on the other side, developing a product versus a service. And so I started developing an iPhone app and I really didn't like it. And what I realized is the grass is greener on the side that you water. <laughs> so um, at that time, people started reaching back out to me to help them out with the business that I sold mm -hmm. and I loved it. And that's where I, that's what I'm doing right now. Very cool. And this is something we've talked about on the podcast several times and something that I think a lot of business owners don't keep in mind is what's the exit strategy from this business that you've, that's either relatively new that you've decided to start up or that's been in your family for a long time. You know, either way, you need to know what that transition is going to look like later when you're ready to maybe not work as many hours. I, I hesitate to say retire anymore because people don't seem to want to retire anymore. Right. The you know baby boomers are going to keep working to what extent they feel like working forever. I have a feeling. Yeah. But, uh, that's something important to keep in mind and, and you must've done that well. Yeah. I'm, well, I mean, in the very beginning when we started the company, I was like, all right, well, we're going to sell it because everybody was selling, you know, their businesses for millions and billions. And I mean, just crazy money because it was around the dot com era. Mm hmm. And then quickly as, as the dot-com became the dot-bomb, uh, you know, I was like, well, I really don't want to work for anybody else. And mm -hmm. I like the lifestyle that we have. And we're just putting a bunch of money away and we're working when we want. So why would I ever sell? And then we just got the right offer at the right time. And we're like, okay, we'll, we'll do it. But then we were like, what do we do now? <laughs> that was the biggest problem. <laughs> I guess that I guess that's another uh 
aspect to it that I haven't really thought about is if you're smart and you, you have your whole act together and you package your company so that someone will want to buy it, have you given thought to, all right, somebody bought my company now, what am I going to do? That's that's something that I haven't actually contemplated. So that's, that's good to keep in the back of my head too. So listen, I want to talk to you today about um, a concept that I have never heard of before, but clearly is your thing. You're an expert of about this and and you call it milestone marketing so explain to us many people are familiar with a traditional sales funnel right so and i've heard variations of the sales funnel some people making a little tweaks to it or it's not exactly a funnel it's an hourglass or you know whatever visuals they decide to use to explain what they're doing but Tell us what you think we're all doing wrong by utilizing this really old model of the sales funnel. Yeah. Well, I mean, the the problem with the traditional funnel is everybody's trying to funnel someone to the same end result. And And they're trying to put everybody in and there's no contingencies, right? So let's say, for example, I send someone to a website and they opt into my list or they come into my store and I get their email address. Well, most of the time people are going to send them a weekly newsletter, monthly newsletter, or a series of emails that are trying to get them to take action into into one thing. Mm -hmm. Well, there may be multiple call to actions or there might be multiple end results that you might have. Like, so for example, with me, I have a bunch of online programs, I have coaching, I have masterminding. So I have multiple end results. And so what I'm trying to do through milestone marketing is determine based on what I know about them and based on how they engage and interact with my campaigns. I don't call it funnels anymore. I just call it campaigns. And then my campaigns dynamically change based on the behavioral of what I do. And then what you're doing with the milestone marketing as well is you're creating little milestones throughout your whole campaign and your goals. So like, let's say you had, uh, let's say, well, I mean, think about what car salesmen do, right? So what's the first milestone when you get on a car lot? Right. So you're, well, actually, there's a couple of different things that could be happening. You might know exactly what model you're interested in, you know, touching and feeling and perhaps taking a test drive of, or you just in general might be saying, gee, I need a new car and, and what do you have? Yeah. So like I look at it as the first milestone is asking what do they want yeah. and having them indicate interest. The next milestone is getting their driver's license because you're asking them to take a test drive. Now you have their contact information mm-hmm. and this is kind of where they leave off. And then they take a test drive and then they forget about them. They never have any correspondence with them. So if the car lot looked at it going, well, I have this information now. So now my whole goal is to get them back and to engage with them again. So you don't move on and just say, forget about them. I mean, the same thing I do with my campaigns right now. So if you follow, like, um, there's probably a lot of people that follow like Jeff Walker and the Sideways Launch and they mm-hmm. send a, a bunch of videos, right? So right. let's say you have three videos. Well, in my case with Milestone Marketing, I spend all my effort to make sure that they watch video number one. If they don't watch video number one, I send them to a different campaign and I have bolted on, I have different campaigns bolted on versus sending them video two and three. Because if they didn't engage with video one, 
they may have already, you know, they may not be interested. So now you're sending a bunch of information that they're not interested in. Okay, that's interesting. So I'm in, I'm envisioning this. So let's say they don't watch video one. So now you're going to drop them into into a sub campaign. That's right. So maybe it's they don't want to watch a video. Maybe they want to attend like a webinar, right? So now maybe I invite them to a webinar. Or let's say they don't register for the webinar. Maybe they don't like watching videos. Maybe they want a long PDF sales letter mm -hmm. to explain what they need to do or a white paper, right, or a case study that they can read. So now they can, if they download it, then they indicated interest and then they go down that rabbit hole. Right. So the what the first video was about, let's say whatever it was about, and they didn't watch it, when you drop them into a sub campaign, are you actually offering them the same content just in a different, you know, consumable way? Yes. The first time I do, and then if they don't engage there, I send them a different video for a different problem okay. that they may have. Okay. So some people come to me for generating leads. Now, if they don't engage on the generating leads, maybe it's an operational thing and they can't find time to do it. So maybe I send them a video on how to manage their time better. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. So I'm trying to learn more about them as they go through the campaigns. Oh, that's interesting. So can can we work, and I know I'm putting you on the spot, can we take this car dealership mm -hmm. example yep. and, and apply it to this model? So let's say they came in and they took a test drive and the car dealership now has their, you know, they have their contact information. So they're going to send them, I don't know, what would they, what would a car dealership do? Send them a piece of mail? Or, yes. Well, right. you could, well, you would probably first start off with an email or a text message or a piece of mailer. So you can intertwine all of these. This is not just baked just with email marketing. Mm -hmm. It could be across any kind of medium. Right. right? It, yeah, it's got to be cross-channel. So, so would they do both? Would they send them an email and a postcard at the same time? Maybe they could. twice? Yep, yeah, they okay. could. And then what it would, and what they're trying to do is figure out, like, let's say they just test drove a sports car, mm -hmm. right? And so now we're trying to indicate how interested are they into a sports car. So we can ask them a series of questions. And then let's say they don't engage. Maybe they're not interested in a sports car. Maybe they really need that minivan for their eight kids. Right. Right. You can't fit eight kids <laughs> in a sports car. And so now you kind of start trying to learn what they want. And then you can maybe talk about, you know, um, maybe if one of their concerns, because as you're going through the campaigns, the reason why people don't buy is they have objections. Right. And most people try to hide the objections and hope people forget about them, even though they, they really know about them the whole time. Mm -hmm. So maybe throughout the campaign, you're trying to overcome some objections that they may have, right? right. So maybe um, they talk about, well, really, since you're over this certain age and you're buying a sports car, your insurance really won't go up too much. Right. So I see. You start looking at all the ancillary things, like maybe they're worried about maintenance, you know, of this particular vehicle or, yeah, any number of things that revolve around car ownership. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And you're just trying to think of the little things that you need to do in order to move them closer. Because a lot of people look at campaigns, especially like if you looked at some of the campaigns I had without kind of breaking it up into milestones, you'd be, you'd be overwhelmed. Right. You wouldn't know where to start. And you'd be like, oh, my gosh, things go here, here, and here. But when you think about it, look, when I first get someone 
into my campaign. I just want them to indicate interest. Then after they indicate interest, there's a number of different scenarios that they could fall in. And you're just trying to learn more about them and having them raise their hand yet again in order to keep moving forward. And the milestones don't stop after they buy, right? Right. Because you can keep having milestones for, let's say you bought a car. Now a milestone could be to do the warranty plan, to you know protect the wheels, um, a regular car wash. Make well, sure well regular, company. you know, that regular, yeah, three, the big, uh, I had a couple car dealerships as clients, and a, a big part of their business is really getting people to come in at, you know, every three months for that oil change and the maintenance of the car, and that's where they're generating a lot of their income from. Yep, that's frankly. right. Yeah. That's right. So you want to keep people doing that. All right, very, very interesting. Now, I imagine people are thinking to themselves, oh, my God, this is a lot of work. Jason, what are you talking about? I will never be able to do this. So are there automation tools that can that can make all this happen for me? Yeah. So there, there's two really good, I mean, there's lots of tools out there. There's two, two tools that I use. Uh, one is Infusionsoft, mm-hmm. and another great one is HubSpot, where okay. it's marketing automation, and it's really kind of bringing their CRM together, which is your customer relationship manager, right. where all your data is. And it really does all of this for you. And you can hire an agency to do it, but it requires you to map it out. Because most agencies or most people, there's probably maybe 1% of the people in the world that are actually doing this kind of stuff. This is really new. And this can separate you from everybody else. Right. From just spamming people with emails or just spamming people in their you know direct mail or texting right. or any of that. And people will respect you a lot more and they'll engage with you. And that's the whole thing. And so when people say it's hard, it is hard. And it's hard for a reason. And you hope it's still hard so not many people do it. So you can really create a unique proposition. That That's a, that's a really good point because um, I, I'm, I've never used HubSpot, but I do use Infusionsoft. And you're right. It, it is hard, but very, very few businesses actually go to this much trouble and they do what I always call spaghetti marketing, right? You just, you know, blow the spaghetti cannon at the wall and you see what sticks. And that's the way a lot of um, local business owners, you know, on Main Street USA are doing their marketing. Somebody shows up at their door and says, oh, we have this thing. It's called Groupon or Yellow Pages shows up and say, oh, we can give you a much bigger ad. And, and they just, you know, they fall prey to a good salesman and then they start spending marketing dollars and they don't really know if that stuff is going to be working for them or not, as opposed right. to putting together a, a full strategy like you're talking about. Yeah. Hey, I mean, we live in exciting times just because there's the technology that can really do anything for you. So don't be held back of saying, how am I going to do it? Just figure out, like, how can you create the best experience and go through all of those things and just map it out on a piece of paper or Draw it on a whiteboard or chalkboard or whatever you guys have or, you know, spray paint it on a wall. I don't care. Right. And then you hand it to a technologist or a marketer that can implement the technology. Don't let technology slow you up. Yeah, hamper you. You know what? Can we take a quick break? And then when we come back, maybe we can give uh, give listeners some details if they're going to pull out a napkin <laughs> and they're actually thinking to themselves, okay, I'm going to give this a try for you know, one product or one brand or one service that I have, let's kind of walk them through some steps so that they can, they feel like they can own this. 
Sure. All right. So if you hold on for one second, you're listening to Act Local, Marketing for Small Business, and we will be right back with Jason Swank, and we're we're going to hold you by the hand and walk you across this technology bridge so that you can make uh, milestone marketing work for you. Hold on one minute. I feel so close to you right now. Tax Local is the place where busy entrepreneurs like you gain more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the Internet gives them the power to bring their business to the next level. Kaylin returns after a short break with more strategies and techniques to develop your inner warrior. We'll be right back. Once there was a smart baby boomer that loved her business. She knew that to grow it, she would need marketing. So she went for a search on the internet and came across all sorts of social media. She went on all the sites and opened accounts, but after starting profiles on all of them, she began to feel overwhelmed. To do all the marketing experts told her to do was just too big a task. She needed a change. Because she was a smart entrepreneur, she chose two of the popular social media sites to market her business. But after months and months, it didn't seem to make any difference. And she saw other savvy business owners using different sites here and blogging over there. When suddenly, she noticed more clever baby boomers going to iKalen.com and leaving so happy, she just had to see for herself. iKalen.com helped her make a marketing plan to grow her business that wasn't too big and wasn't too little. It was just right. So close to you right now. Welcome to Act Local, marketing for small business with your host, Kaylin Amadio. Kaylin helps smart, savvy, and motivated business owners like you kick it up a notch online, even if you've tried and been disappointed before or technology just isn't your thing. Act Local will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. And now here's your host, digital media maven, Kaylin Amadio. Hey now, this is Kaylin Amadio, and you've been listening to Act Local Marketing for Small Business with my guest today, superhero, Jason Swink, defender of truth, justice and effective business practices. And he is sharing with us something that he calls milestone marketing. So if you're familiar with the traditional sales funnel, you know, the big the big cup at the top, and you're hoping all your prospects fall into it, and then by percentage, you know, every so often one of them is going to drip out the bottom and be a new client. That's not necessarily the best way to be approaching your marketing. So we've been talking about not using the traditional sales funnel, but really creating a relationship with your existing clients and with your prospects so that as you continue to move forward with them, that relationship, everything today is about those relationships. Think about it. We have access to all kinds of technology and all sorts of news and communication thanks to Al Gore inventing the internet. (laughs) And... It's changed the way we relate to one another. And in many ways, we long for those relationships that we used to have when you could walk into a business and they knew you and they knew what you needed. And 
that that keeps going by the wayside. That's missing. But if you're doing something that that Jason calls milestone marketing, you're really be building that relationship again with your prospects and your existing clients. So we've been talking about that today and I asked Jason to hold on through through that last break so that we can kind of give you some details if you want to pull out a napkin as he said you know pull out a scratch piece of paper and think about one product or one service or one you know brand that your company has and say okay let me try to map out a milestone marketing map rather than a funnel so let's help people create some of those steps Jason um, walk us through that a little bit. Okay, cool. So um, the easiest way to walk walk you guys through a step is really kind of go through an example. And let's say let's say you're a service based company and you generate a lot of business through your free consultations. Okay, right. so okay. you know there's probably a lot of people listening that are like, you know, hey, I have a website and I have a big button on my homepage that says free consultation, and then it goes to a form. Right. Okay, right. <laughs> and that's it. Yeah. And that's what most people do. So there's two scenarios that you can lead to people. So if you have an existing list, this will work really well for you. And if you don't, I'll go through a scenario for you on that. So let's say you have an existing list. One of the best things that I've done, I, I literally sent out a test a couple weeks ago to 3,000 people on my list. 500 people responded just from a simple email on a wow. cold list. And so literally all I said was, would you like me to do this really cool thing for you for free? that avoids doing something that really sucks, just reply to this email and let me know. And as soon as they replete, replied to that email, that indicated milestone one because they right. indicated interest, okay? okay? Okay. The other scenario is like if you go to um, my website right now and you fill out, I go to jasonswank.com slash help, you'll see a little button that says, you know, what's your biggest challenge? Would you like my help? Click here. And it just asks for the first name and email address. That's it. So it's mm -hmm. a little squeeze page. It's not a huge form. But all I'm doing there is asking for the minimal information. And they'll go ahead and get it into milestone one. So then after they indicated interest for both of those, if they replied or they opted in, now my whole goal is to send like three or four emails to them in different scenarios to get them to watch a video on how this free consultation is going to go. Okay. So most people would just send one email going, great, thanks for requesting information. Watch this video and fill out this application. Yes. No. That's exactly what they do. Yeah. And so people don't pay attention to our emails as much as you think they do. Mm -hmm. They get so distracted. There's so many different things out there. So you have to try multiple times. So that's why, the, that's why milestone marketing is so important is because you're constantly trying to get them to the next milestone and you don't ease up until they do that. And if you tried three or four times and they don't engage, no problem, send them to the next campaign. But I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to assume that they engaged. Okay. So right. let's say in email number two, I send out, they finally engage and they watch the video, they click on the link and they watch the, the two minute video that explains, you know, why I do this, how it's going to work, my criteria of what I look for, right? Because I want to make it exclusive and they watch the video. So after they watch the video, now my next milestone is to get them to apply. I want to gain information from them on their revenue, their biggest challenges, what their goals are. 
to make sure that they meet the criteria that I set, right? And so you use technology to filter out the people that may waste your time. So Mm -hmm. some people that I first start working out with, they're like, they'll indicate interest and then they'll send them to like a a calendar booking software. I'm like, dude, you you haven't vetted them at all. I was like, you're going to vet them on your phone and your time? Like, I'm a true believer. Like, I work less than 100 hours a month. And, my, you know, the, the business is well over a, a seven-figure business. And I, can, and I only have one employee. And I can only do this because of what I'm doing with technology and the, the, the methodology around milestone marketing because I use the technology to weed people out. Right. Now, let me bring up a point here. And th- this is something that I see see people do. So you're going to encourage them to weed out uh, non-ideal prospects. And a lot of people are afraid to do that because they want to get straight to a phone call so they can talk to someone so they can do a sales job on them to to pull them in. Oh, yeah. But but that's not necessarily the the best use of your time, nor are you ending up with ideal clients that way. Yeah. And, and then you're, you're, you're talking to the wrong people and you're trying to force them to buy something because your time's very valuable. Right. So then you w- wind up with clients you probably shouldn't have. Right. You know, I, I learned early on in the service-based business, there's three types of prospects. There are the ones that don't need you, the ones that need you, and the ones that need you that are the perfect match. Right. And you only take on the third. And if you take on the wrong people, then it's kind of, you know, endless spiral down. Right. And, and you're going to always be on that hamster wheel. Yeah. But, you know, okay. you, you have to kind of take the guts and say, you know, this is my perfect criteria because you can shape your business however you want. I mean, that's the cool thing. Yeah. It, it, it's, it's usually the people who, if they say my ideal prospect is anybody who needs a new home, right, it says the realtor, as, as opposed to being very specific about, what kind of people they like to work with. People people get very funny about narrowing their focus on what kind of clients they want. It makes them very, very nervous. Yeah. So we wouldn't be talking or I wouldn't have been flown to London or Boston or have clients all over the world if, if I did not get specific and drill down a couple levels. Like I only work with agency owners that own a marketing or digital agency. All right. right? that are over 300,000 and under 5 million, right? Okay. You can't get more specific than right. that, right? <laughs> right. Yeah. Even though that's what I market, but, you know, I, I still bring it, you know, other people reach out to me and help them out. Sure. But you have to have the confidence to market for something, to be the authority, and to truly understand your, cl- your prospect's biggest challenges. Right. You can't understand their biggest challenges. None of this stuff works because you don't understand their... Um, their challenges, their goals, their objections, anything. And milestone marketing will not work for you. Right, right. Got it. Okay. And I know I interrupted you when you were telling when you were telling us what to do. Were we were we finished with that line? Yeah. So um, once they watch the video, now your whole goal in the next milestone is to get them to apply. Okay. So then after they apply, you need to approve them or disapprove them, and you can use technology to do that. So let's say they approve. So now my next milestone is to get them to book a time with me. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of cool technology out there. 
Uh, I won't name any names because you never know when you're listening to this podcast. Right. Hopefully you're listening to it 10 years down the road. Right. right? You, yeah. Companies come and companies go. Yep. Yeah. And so now you want them to book a time to chat with you. And this could be all automated. And then once they book a time with you, now your automation and your next milestone is to make them show up. Right. It's kind of like a webinar. Right. You get people to... Um, register for your webinar, most people don't show up. Why? Because you sent them one reminder or you use the go-to meeting reminder, right. right? You literally need to remind them, remind them again, remind them again, and remind them again, <laughs> right. right? Several times. Exactly. Yeah. Up. We're all busy and we're all being bombarded with, with emails. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I'll just give you a, a difference. So I used to do it maybe three months ago, the traditional way, like fill out this consultation form and I'll chat with you. My opportunities, and when I talk about opportunities, is someone highly qualified wanting to do business with me went up 260% after doing milestone marketing. What was that percentage again? 260%. Cool. Okay. And my revenue went up 58%. Okay. You're convincing me. I'm ready to get my napkin out and start mapping some stuff. Okay. But, But it's all about thinking with the end goal in mind. And then break it up into little stages. Like what needs to logically happen next? And then you don't move people on. And the cool thing about it is, is let's say someone drops off at milestone three, right? And, or let's say milestone two, they just, they watch the video, they never applied. So you can kick up another campaign a couple months later saying, hey, you indicated interest, you wanted to chat with me. You watched the video, but you never applied. Did you not meet the criteria or was it bad timing? And you can re-kick that campaign at any any point, and you don't have to make them start in the very beginning again. Right. Okay. Just like I'm always, I'm telling my kids when uh, I have a son that just graduated from college, and I have another one who's out of high school, but college is not not quite working out for him. So he's he's thinking about getting a full time job, and you know they'll call they'll call someone once. But when they don't get a call back, they figure, well, I guess they weren't interested in me, right? And and that's not necessarily the case. Think about all the reasons why you get busy and you don't return a phone call or you forget someone wanted to speak with you or all the gazillion things that go on in your life. But it doesn't mean you weren't interested. It just means that that particular moment in time wasn't working for whatever reason. Your priorities were set and that was lower. And you never know when you're going to catch somebody when what it is you offer them is now a higher priority to them. That's right. You're not, you're not bugging people as long as you are, um, you know, just persistently pleasant about yeah. it, I guess, is the right. Yeah. And, and the, the other cool thing, too, is, is as you have multiple actions in order to move people through different milestones, that's where you can test. So, you know, let's say I have three emails to get someone to apply. So maybe I, one is a video, maybe... Uh, I changed the subject line, like I literally put their name in a question mark. Mm-hmm. The next one says, like, how to make a gazillion dollars with spending a dollar, whatever it is. Well, you wouldn't do that. That would send it red flags. But you could try out different tests right. in order. It's not the same email three times. Right. Or it's the, not the same call three times. That's just crazy. So you mix it up and see. Then you start looking and measuring it and seeing which is more effective. And then you can do that throughout all your campaigns. Right. Now, you had mentioned you were giving us an example for people who had an email list. What about people who don't have an email list? 
So it was, the, it was the same thing minus the email feeler, right? So it's literally like a little opt-in. Like if you went to jasonswank.com slash help, you'll see a little squeeze page where I'm just asking for their first name and email address. Right, okay. As, as soon as they indicate interest, then I'm sending them to the video. Then right. I'm sending them to the app, right? Right, okay. I got it. You've got, you've got my ideas flowing here. I Good. like it. I like it. So how can people get in touch with you, Jason? Yeah. So the best way is uh, through the website. If you want to learn more about Milestone Marketing as, as we put out more videos and training and stuff like that, you can just go to Milestone, M-R-K. So it's called, uh, M is, stands for, obviously, mo- or marketing. And then uh, K is for, the R is for results and K is for kick-ass. So MilestoneMRK.com. And that will take you to a little page where you can follow us on Milestone Marketing and all the great examples we're starting to really look at a lot of the big companies of what they should be doing mm-hmm. and documenting that. And then when you when I have the book come out, you guys uh, can get direct access to it through there as well. Cool. What's, uh, what's the title of the book? We're still debating about it, but I think it's going to be The Funnel is Dead, Milestone Marketing. Ah, okay. That'll catch people's attention. Once you, you, you tell them the funnel is dead, absolutely. Right. So, and for those of you listening, don't worry if you happen to be driving, you're on the treadmill. I don't want you getting off the treadmill. That's very important. Don't worry. You can always come back to actlocalmarketing.com and look up this particular episode with Jason Swink, and that's J-A-S-O-N-S-W-E-N-K, and you will find the link to milestonemrk.com so that you don't have to worry about writing it down. And, of course, you will find this episode of the podcast and some of the other things that uh, Jason and I have talked about in FusionSoft and HubSpot. If you were wondering what those are, you'll be able to find them. And Jason Swank, i got to look at this again, Defender of Truth, Justice, and Effective Business Practices. I have that written down. I like it. Thank you so much for spending time with us on Act Local Marketing. Oh, thanks for having me. It's been great fun. And those of you listening, I remind you, Every Tuesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, we release a new podcast episode where great guests like Jason share some of their best information with you for free so that you can move your business at least one step further into prosperity because that's what we both want for you. So until next time, I would very much like you to take care. Join Kaylin for more marketing madness each week on Act Local Marketing. It will leave you with more ideas, more understanding, and more knowledge about why and how harnessing the internet gives you the power to bring your business to the next level. Act Local Marketing for Small Business goes live every Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern and can be found on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean, and at actlocalmarketing.com. Have a question for Act Local? Email Kaylin at ask at actlocalmarketing.com. That's A-S-K at actlocalmarketing.com. And she may answer you right on air. Make sure to include your name and business website for a free shout out. Don't forget to tell your friends and colleagues about Act Local and leave Kaylin a review at the iTunes store. See you next time on Act Local Marketing for Small Business.